What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast, episode 104. Full studio today. I got myself, Nikki Q, Eli, and Jared. Nikki Q, how you doing, bud? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. That's good to hear. Eli, what are you doing over there? What's going on, bud? I'm excited. Happy to be here. All right. Perfect. Jared, you got any rants for me? I'm just, I'm still wet from the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) We did have a very wet weekend. Uh, Before we get into that, though, I know uh, Nikki Q committed some fraud today. So Yeah, we're committing fraud out here. You're just going to throw away your Fifth Amendment, right? Yeah, what happened? So you guys know... um, We've all been through like fraud training and stuff and fishing and all that bullshit. Well, I experienced. You know how to fish? Fish with the pH. pH with the fish. Yeah. (laughs) What's that? Um, So I uh, had to handle a fraudulent. um, Thing today, it was a pain in the ass. I had I had a closing. uh, What was it like two three weeks ago? And part of it was uh, a loan for something separate had to be paid off for the financing to go through for whatever debt debt income nerd shit nerd stuff. Um, So it's two weeks later, and the check never hit where it was supposed to go. And so doing some research and, and going back and forth. It was cashed uh, halfway across the country to some random dude's account for like twenty five. What grand. state? Alabama. Oh man. Yeah. So there's I know how to swing it down there. So we had to uh, investigate and go down this entire rabbit hole that some dude named Juan in Alabama cashed twenty five grand that wasn't supposed to go to him, and uh, it's just missing now. Nice. It's probably Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't, I don't it's know. It's probably what Bitcoin by now. So uh, <laughs> Let's be all, real. all of those fraud and and whatever trainings you have, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, it's just someone's got to bite the bullet, and it's not me or my guys. Well, I hope that Juan bet on Alabama minus seven yeah. with that twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm rooting for him. Juan's going to jail. As long <laughs> nah, debatable. Well, they'll we, probably never find Juan. We know where his personal account is. So. Yeah, but how do you, you know it's his? his personal account, or just how do you know his name's account? really Juan? Because he sure. signed the check. Oh, well. oh, he might, it must be true then. <laughs> he signed the check and put it in his account. Anyway, it's just hey, twenty five. Used a pen, smackaroos, <laughs> and those. Oh man, it was crazy. I didn't. I, I don't know. It was the first. Like cra- crazy, I can't believe that just fucking happened experience. What you're saying is we should start shorting the housing market. <laughs> I've, I've been doing that, and I'm up 60%. All right, 2008 part seven. Here we go. Oh, I'm yeah. ready for it. Oh, that's not, <laughs> we don't want that. We're not ready for that. Yeah. Um, one other kind of bad dynamic that I've seen at work lately was I saw somebody kind of cross the line with the email signatures, and I don't know if you guys have seen kind of the obnoxious signatures that kind of come about, like some of them are selfies. Like, you'll see this and that. This one was, they had a selfie and a logo and everything, and then underneath that, there was a whole full-screen picture of them just teaching two people at, like, an oceanfront office on every single email. Let me ask you a question, yes or no. We're going to go ABC. We're going to start with Jared, right? Is this person going to heaven? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, hell no. I don't think so, dude. No, no. That that's crazy. That's preposterous. That's I just can't even 
comprehend what went through that person's mind to put that in their signature. I, it's I too just, much. I, I really yeah. can't. I mean, that it, it, the picture that Eli sent us, the signature was huge. I'm, I'm talking. Uh, you scroll down, and the photo doesn't fit the whole. You screen. have to scroll twice. Two scrolls, baby, for an email signature. Dude, yeah. If you had an email from a person like that, and let's just say they were a potential client, would you even want to do business with them? Hell no. There's something wrong with them. No. Yeah, thirst trapping. Report fishing. Thirst trapping. Mm. That is that is a big fishing button That's right there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, they probably they probably can't get the four boxes right on on Google when they sign in. It's like pick the traffic lights because it is getting ridiculous <laughs> with those email signatures. There's people with crazier signatures, but I mean that was just too much, bro. It's it, the same. You, thing, she crossed the line. The same thing in my industry. Everyone's got their fucking like best photo on their business card from 20 years ago, and I'm just over here. I'm just. It's just my name. You're fat and, now. It's just my name and scribble, and I'm like, you'll find me if you need me. Like, it doesn't matter. No, here's an idea. What if we started putting like um, our betting records on our signatures and just updating them every week? Ooh, I would never get another deal again. <laughs> yeah, but see, I would, I would, I would want a breakdown of what kind of bets. Like, yeah, if it's you like smell like NFL. Wanted, if it's like a potential friend, I'm be like, yo, you bet a lot of parlays. All right, I want to be your friend. Yeah, but think about that guy's like a party guy. All right, you call call me right now, right? And we're talking about business. Ring, Do, ring, we, ring. We don't want to talk about it. hello. Ring, ring, ring. Role play, friend. Hello. Oh, oh me. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Who the fuck's this? Wait, you're selling me, I thought. No. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, hang on. The point is you you're send, a salesman. You send you send the email, right? Maybe I glance at it. Right? You see that you see that record down there. And if you're uh if you're like an average Joe Jimmy John that has like uh um, Oh, as a salesman you're like this guy's a sucker. No, yeah, all that. But <laughs> from you as a business person, you see that if you're like a football guy, right? Let's say I own like a tire shop, I don't want to buy anything from you. I don't want to talk about my business. I just want to work and go home, right? I don't want to be solicited. But you know what? If I'm a big football fan, you know what I do want to talk about? And this guy's a sharp. Mm. You, you see that record rocks? down there? And then be like, dude, I could prove it to you right now. I'd be like, let's uh, hop on a whatever. I feel you. And then it's like. Yeah, you buy my product, you get my Sunday card. I, <laughs> dude, could be an in. Just saying. I, I used to do that in my resume where one of the things I put was uh, I love hot wings on it. Just ran, randomly. You know, and you, you put that where? On my resume. Solid. And everyone Dude. always brought it up every single time. Like it just stuck out. So be different. I like that yeah. shirt. You know? Hey, you watching the game this weekend? Ah, yeah. Look out. It's Here's funny. my record. Yeah. Here's what I got you for you this week, baby. Let's dance. Yeah. Well, it's just a way in the See, door. I feel like it could be, diff- it could be interpreted differently though. Cause like as, if I'm a salesman, I see this guy's record. I'm like, oh, this guy's a sucker. Let me sell to him. But the other way around, if I'm a business guy, business owner, and uh, I need something, I'm like, oh, this guy's a sharp. I'm going to do business with him. Or a degenerate. Boom. Deals are made. I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. We're on to something here. At the end of the day, we're drinking beers when we gamble. Yeah. Yeah. Just and like we innovate. Drinking, drinking beers now. Yes. Uh, we do have a beer, beer of the week. Very hazy from Treehouse Brewing Company up in Mass. Shout out Kyle. He got them on his way home. He was doing business up there. Traveling for business, yay or nay for you guys? Yay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys yeah. fuck with that? I like it. It's yeah. free. 
Like it's it. free vacation. It, it's an excuse to be an absolute piece of shit. My, my thing is, it all depends. If they're making if they're making you travel on a Sunday for like being there Monday morning, nah. No, if you're bro. traveling flying business hours, of. yeah, I'm flying day of. Yeah, I'm like, starting my work day late. Yeah, like I'm flying out. You want to book me a flight on Monday? Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't matter what time. But I'm not flying out on Saturday. I'm not flying home Friday night. I'm gonna be home Friday 5 p.m. And I'm flying out Monday. Yeah, I'm working the hours I'm traveling. Yeah. So if yep. you can't fit the trip into my 40-hour work week, I won't be going on the yeah. trip. Unless you offer more money, you know? Just like when you get more service see, or product. See, I, I just like when you go to those – wherever you're going. It's, Florida. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's standard for you to go out with your coworkers. It gets comped by your managers. You guys get, like – pretty fucking drunk and everyone just goes to the office hungover and it's okay yeah that's fine yeah, that's the, the fact that like it's budgeting fun. that's the only reason why i enjoy <laughs> traveling you spend for work. no money i don't mind too. the travel part though like actually going to the airport going through security getting on the plane i don't mind that because yeah. i'm just throw on some headphones you download some shows movies yeah. whatever like, whatever change pace yeah, but I like that. But I'm getting drunk that night. What we're doing, though, is drinking beers at the airport, too, though. I don't care what time you get there, 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning. Oh, yeah. You Look have there. a connecting flight, red-eye flight. Like, you're drinking beers. You can't tell me shit. Bloody yeah. Mary. Oh, God, Eli. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Um, what we're drinking Mary. tonight, though, very hazy. 8.6%. I mean, it's it's a pretty heavy hitter. Uh, Treehouse, I love. I wish their cans were cooler, I will say. Um, it is just like a purple can with their logo on it. It's like a generic. They do that or like game. orange. They're they're very basic. They're very basic vibe, as in you know cans and colors and stuff like that. Um, but they make up for it in beer. Um, very hazy. I mean, this is an extremely. This is your prototypical um, New England type IPA, but the haze is turned up a notch. Um, I mean, I'm getting all. F- Tropical type citrusy flavors. I'm even getting some grapefruit in the beginning, but without the sour part of the grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, 8.6% and the drinkability is so high. That's the thing with Treehouse, in my opinion, is I could just drink these all day, but their ABV is so high. It's incredible. Uh, there's no really afterbite at all. There's no bitterness to it. Um, this is just a great beer from my favorite brewery. Uh, might be a little homer of me, but I'm going 8.8. I mean, this these beers are just that's it. All right, for me. Um, so this this uh, this beer does have a and it's listed right in the description is pulpy orange juice is one of the flavors. So I do get a lot of the pulp uh, bitterness out of it. Hey, Jared, <laughs> Jared's vertical right now um, or horizontal? Which one's the right <laughs> one? Fuck horizontal. Hor- horizontal. Uh, Three dimensional. <laughs> uh, this this beer is aggressive as a hazy IPA, which of course they love. I love it. Uh, what'd you give Frank? Eight point eight. I'm gonna give it an eight one. I thought you were about to get prices righted. Wow. Um, Letting someone else's opinion influence your own is wild concept. Yeah, I mean this is as hazy as like a hazy beer is gonna get. Um, it's got a little rip to it for sure. Definitely taste the orange. It's a little bitter. Um, not the biggest, biggest fan of like the super hazy. So it's like a seven five for me just because since it's what they're going for, they're definitely doing uh, 
they're hitting that nail on the head. I can't believe you guys didn't read the description. Responsibilities always fall to me for some reason. I'm just kidding. We are excited that you're holding the ultimate double IPA from Treehouse Brewing Company. Very hazy, exclamation point. Very hazy conveys all the beautiful flavors of haze, but with an even greater depth, potency, and hop intensity. In short, it contains the most liberal application of hops in our history. That's exciting. A pugnant citrus juice aroma primes the senses. Primes them right up. Oh, swing and a miss. The intense flavors to follow. We taste ripe peach, nectar, pulpy orange juice, Nikki Q, right on the button without even reading it. Um, Amel, Amel, am I in fourth grade? Amelange, Amelange, Melange, Melange, Mangy, Puppy. You can do it, buddy. Tropical fruit juice, just the right amount of bitterness graces the palate. Oh, Frank on the button too, with a wild sensational mouthfeel. Make you easily forget this one clocks in at 8.6. And if that ain't the truth, then I don't know what is, brother. Um, I'm going to put my rating right on the button with the ABV and go with an 8.6. This is delicious. Thank you for the story time, Jared. Uh, yeah, Jared, that was great. You got to give some respect, right. man. People put a lot of work into those stories. No, I hear you. That is cool. Um, a lot of, uh, you know what? That is a good point because I'm sure a lot of work goes into these cans of design. Not particularly this one with the design, but. A lot of the cans that we do have been very, very cool. Um, so, yeah, shout out that. Okay. Going on to some sports. I need to start with uh, the heaviest kick return in NFL history. Andrew Beck of the Houston Texans. Pull. Fullback. Hefty. Return to kick. 255 pounds. My boy's a hoss. Big old fullback. He caught the ball when he shouldn't really because he backed up. He dropped the ball, <laughs> picks it up, takes it to the house. It was electric. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed every second of it. First time a fullback has scored a return touchdown since 2005. So we just had to start there. Who was the guy that scored in 2005? No clue. Couldn't tell you. <sighs> a big hoss. Uh, he was probably a big hoss, yeah. Hey, Siri. All right. No, She's one, not gonna no one answered. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, I just wanted to start there. Yeah, dude, Jags. Yeah, if you if you got some time, look up the videos. Taking awesome. out people in Survivor last week. Love yeah, to see how it. many people was it? It was like 20% in the field. That's crazy. See ya. Poor Brant Musburger was a part of it, though. Oh. I know. Brent. I love him, dude. Yeah, he's awesome. And it's weird for me to say this. He's an icon. But I'm going to say it anyway. When I was in Vegas and I saw him doing countdown to kickoff in the uh, Vegas Stats and Information Network studio at Circa Las Vegas, dude, he's just so cute. Like he wears his he wears his same big black like jacket flannel and Las Vegas Raiders hat every weekend before the games, and he's just so excited and he loves football. Like, how do you not root for a guy like that to win? You know what I mean? So I was sad. I was sad that he got knocked out, but um. I mean, dude, the tech, the Texans own the Jaguars like since 2010. They, yeah. they dominate them. Um, and what a wild game. I mean, CJ Stroud, not bad, dude. Not, not a, not a bad little scoopy there in the draft. He yeah, might be I mean, working he, with something. He's looking the best so far. I thought Anthony Richardson was, was looking the best, but obviously he didn't play last week because of injury. CJ Stroud's breaking a bunch of rookie records. I think he's, 
Um, he broke most attempts without interception. Um, I think he's close to yardage, some yardage records for rookies. He's playing pretty well. I mean, the Texans are playing with some fire, man. D'Amico Ryan has got the boys buzzing. Good coach. Yeah, he has been really good. So the last fullback to score a kickoff return touchdown was Jacksonville's very own. Wow. So it was a Jacksonville player, wow. Derek Wimbush. A kick return, he went for 90, 91 yards. The Texans for doing the 20, it to him. For the 24-17 victory over Arizona in week 12. Doing it to him. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, I don't know. Where do you guys want to go from here? You want to talk some games? Actually, we'll go with the Giants. Giants played Thursday. They sucked. Yeah, it was a snooze fest. Uh, Unders 4 0, primetime though, baby. Yeah, ooh, we'll get to that. Um, you know what, though? They scored the touchdown late. I, Giants did kind of hang in there for a little bit. Um, I thought the defense is really good. The, the 49ers defense has got to be the best, if not like top two defense in the league. So that was tough. Um, but I, I thought the Giants hung in there for a while. It was a snooze fest, though. They never had a chance of winning that game. Um, 49ers were in total control. We, we just didn't get our ass kicked that bad. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, I guess it wasn't that bad if you it's watched a one the score game, game in the third the bo- quarter. Yeah, the box score. Yeah. yeah. They hung, like I said, they hung around. Um, Again, it was just one of those games where, yeah, they hung around, but they never really felt like they had a chance of doing anything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that sucked. But what if it was do? rigged, they would have covered. Because if you're Amazon Prime and I'm Jeff Bezos and I want a close, good game, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm profiting off of everyone else's suffering. <laughs> I want. He's used to I that. want the underdogs, you know, especially a, a ten point underdog to cover. Why? Because I want people to watch the game, not yeah. turn off the TV. And 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 let's let's be honest. The only real reason, I mean, a lot of TV shows. I mean, fucking talk about the View, but sports. <laughs> the reason why their the ratings stay on is because like East Coast, like like dude, bars will have how many TVs with different boxes have the game on, right? But, like, the people at home, dude, I had that game turned off by, like, the second quarter. Had the under. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. fine. I'm just, I'll wake up tomorrow and find bet. out. And besides the better. Yeah, but, dude, but like, I can't game, even yeah. stay. Dude, I had the Giants plus ten and a half and had the under. And I just, I didn't, it was just so boring. I didn't even care. They get Thursday night football has got to get better, dude. It's got to get yeah, better. Yeah, I think the only, I don't know, maybe, I mean, it's tough with the scheduling, but maybe the only thing they can do is. Like, tell the next two teams, like, they go into their bye week if they play Thursday. I have no clue how they can improve Thursdays. I know this has been, you know, a trend for a while where they don't have the fucking Broncos play every Thursday. That was all of last year, dude. Have teams not like the Broncos play. The thing is, is the NFL, they write the schedule before the season. Everyone thought the Broncos are going to be hype, you know? Yeah, just change it. So you fall victim to. Preseason narratives. Well, that's like the yeah. Jets this year. They have like five more primetime games. Yeah. yeah. When's the last you time throw up? Some of them are going to get might. flags. But. When's the last time you've seen like Chiefs or Eagles play on a Thursday? Like like last week, week one. Well, also last week. <laughs> well, yeah, like never. Was, uh, week Chiefs Detroit. <clears throat> well, that Chiefs uh, Eagles yeah, Vikings Eagles was a good Thursday night game. Yeah, that was yeah. It's very so both very good but openers, but last year it was none of those. Those teams. are aberrations in the grand scheme of the schedule. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. So what's the script? 
Uh, Ravens win the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, they can't cover seven, so moving on. Yeah, what other game you guys want to talk about? Miami. Miami. Okay, you want to go Miami. there? An historic performance. That was nuts. Um, they had both running backs scored, what, four touchdowns, or or did A-Chan score five? I know four each, maybe. I think maybe. they both had four. Four each, uh, historic performance, the most points since 1966, which... Do you guys know who has the record for most points in a regular season game? I do not, actually. Washington. Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it was actually Washington against the Giants in 1966. Washington <laughs> scored 72 points. Mm. Um, so it was the most points since then. And um, Mike McDaniel actually voted, or not voted, but he he opted into not kicking the field goal to uh, get the record. Um, the, against his former the, team, the he back, was a ball boy for them back the, in the day. The backstory that he was a ball boy, yeah. and they they never gave him a chance for a coaching position when he applied for one, and now he's just smacking them down. Or the oh fact that God. Sean Payton Dude, used to rip up to a tug of Iola last year when he was oh, that, with the media and Fox. Sean Payton shit on everyone, what, what, a, yeah. what a revenge him. game, dude. Just what a revenge game. Dude, if you want to know what it's like in, in prison, just watch that game, Okay. So, All right, what do good you point. mean by that? But you know what I mean by yard. that. He's referencing the longest you, you yard. You know what I mean by that, dude. Wow. Holy fucking shit. And that was my lock last week. That's all oh, you're feeling say. good about That's yourself, huh, Nick? Oh, yeah. I didn't, even, I didn't even have to watch it after it hit like 50 to 10. That was I was like, sick. I'm done. Historic <laughs> performance. Yeah. Off that, point. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, you know what? The Dolphins just look like they're having so much fun. They did the conga line celebration, which was didn't awesome. Didn't even have Waddle. <laughs> Yeah, no Jalen Waddle, which is crazy. That Dolphins team is just so fast. They, I love how Mike McDaniel is just like, I want all the fastest people in the NFL. I'm fast as fuck, And I'm going to create some shit. Yeah, those guys are faster than Ricky Bobby in his prime. <laughs> Dude, prime fact. Ricky Bobby is really fast. <laughs> Dude, all he wanted to do was go fast, and the Dolphins made a new definition he, of fast. He went first. Yeah, yeah, so that was their first. That was cool. Dolphins, big game against the Bills next week, though. Two Canal for first. Dude. Yeah, that's going to be good. Trap game? Um, Bills scraped us Trap up game? pretty bad. Mm-hmm. That was pretty brutal. Uh, dude, it's just kind of wild to think a team that just scored 70 points is two-point underdogs against a team that beat the team that was close to Get it out. almost losing to the Broncos. Get it out. Get it out. You know, um, it take I'm, a while. I'm, sta- I'm staying away from that game completely because that I I I don't know what's going to happen. The Bills, Broncos teasers, the, the, or, the, yeah, the Bills Jesus. are always Dolphins. overhyped to win the Super Bowl for the last two three years, and Miami just had that blowout game. I, it's too tight for the spread for me to want right, to get close to it. What other game do you guys want to talk about? Let's talk about the Chiefs, man. The fucking whale in the room right now. Nah. Whale in the room? The elephant nah. in the room. No, nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, we're going to whale, baby. Yeah, no, we're not gonna, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're, we're not, not Come on, do dude. Don't fall subject to the 48-hour media. It's pissing me off. At least read the blogs that it's I write. It's making me mad. Come on. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. You know what we're talking about. No, we're going to go back to the Dolphins game, and we're going to say that would you guys like to get them on a teaser plus eight and a half with another team, and who would it be? Right? You think it's going to be a close game, field goal game, right? Dolphins eight and a half. There's value there. Easy. You can middle it if you like the Bills. Bills minus two and a half. Dolphins get them on eight and a half. Who's who's your other team that you're putting on that teaser? Ravens. That's what I was thinking. Dallas. 
Dallas, where are they? They're six and a half against the Pats. I'll give Nick a little bit of recognition. Yeah, Throw the Chiefs on there as a favorite, down. down to three and a half. Fair. Points. How Next. far is the teaser? Uh, you get points. six points on so, uh, dude, Dallas minus half a point against the Pats. Yeah, but Dallas was that's just a pick them against the Pats. They should have beat the Cardinals. Yeah, they should have, but they didn't, and that's okay. Yeah, Mike McCarthy, Belichick. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I don't, I don't see the Pats keeping up. All right, everyone's entitled. Yeah, so that, that was a big game last week. Cardinals, Cardinals beat the uh, the Cowboys. That was crazy. That How about was you awesome can't even get see. a Josh Dobbs jersey in the Cardinals? Like, yeah, that's insane. You have to get he him tried as like a go, custom. He or tried going there to buy his own jersey. That was wild. They don't even sell it. That's that, foul. That you can't crazy. do him like that. Oh man, dude, he's educated. Yeah, and he's also playing pretty good football considering uh the weapons he has is, around them what is he again yeah. like a thermonuclear engineer yeah or i will He's, say the NFL's you know, talking about um yeah. the head coach gannon right that's his name yeah yeah people were shitting on him but he's got the boys playing hard um they, they were played close games and in, in both week one and two and then they beat the cowboys I don't. He's, I think he's kind of a good coach so far. I mean, still a lot, a lot of time. There's a lot but of time, but he's yeah. overachieved everyone's expectations yeah. to oh, this yeah. point. He keeps this yeah. up. He's a shoe in for coach of the year. Like if he keeps them playing at this level, I don't know. Frankie's got a pretty good uh, coach of the year angle, Frank, and I think you should share it. Yeah, I'll talk about it right now. I think uh, Shane Steichen, the Colts quarterback. Um, the Jaguars are kind of floundering. Um, I think if they win that division at, you know, seven wins, eight wins, uh, I think he could win coach of the year. It's just, I mean, Gannon fits into it too, though, because I think they love just giving coach of the year to, a, you know, a, a team that doesn't have the expectations and they overperform. Like they're not going to give it like, like, a, you know, with Miami. If Miami keeps playing how good they are and, you know, they go, you know, I don't know, they have 13 wins, they win the division, they're probably not going to give it to Mike McDaniel just because of the expectations of the Dolphins or, you know, Andy Reid with the Chiefs or like a better a better yeah, team's they're coach. They're already at that level. They love, you know, the underdog story. So I think Steichen's got a good chance. Um, the only thing about the Cardinals is – they're playing hard. I think winning that division is really like a impossible. It's a it's a coach of the week, coach of the year automatic kind of qualifier for either of either of yeah. those guys. And I think the Colts have a way better chance of winning the division than the Cardinals right now. Absolutely. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I think you're on to something, Frank. I mean, hell, look. The uh Colts just win to Baltimore is eight point underdogs and, and won one outright. So and they're playing the Rams this year, who have been definitely a lot feistier than people would anticipate without Cooper Cup. And, you know, it's a one-point game. Um, Colts originally opened as one-point favorites, and now they're one-point underdogs. So, you know, there's some action out there. We'll see what it looks like on Friday when you guys are listening to this. Um, but to Frank's point, dude, if Gardner Minshew wins two games for them, and Anthony Richards comes in, and then they, you know, Richardson wins them six, seven more games, and they're in the, they're in the the playoff conversation. Why not? Why not Shane Steichen? So, I think you're on to something there, Frank. I know there was another movement in the award market that you wanted to discuss. Yeah, so Demar Hamlin's currently minus one hundred five, one hundred two, wherever you can find him at. 
if he doesn't play, the more he doesn't play, the bigger odds he's going to get. But my thing is, as long as he steps on the field for one play, he's going to win comeback player of the year. So at this point, I kind of want to get him at plus money, but just hitting at the right time. So the next couple of weeks, Jared looked at the schedule. Uh, the next couple of weeks, they had, I think, um, Dolphins this week, but then the Patriots, Giants. Patriots. No. Then the Patriots. Yeah, so Dolphins, Patriots, Giants. Giants on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, so three weeks from now against the Giants, it might be their time to activate him. But the more he doesn't play, though, the more he's going to go up in odds. Um, I also did like uh, John Mechie coming back from cancer. You got to play these angles. I feel like I can come back player of the year. Um, like Tua, I mean, Tua's up there, but like he's just what, coming back from some concussions. All right. If I said, if you take out Mechie and Hamlin, would you give the award to Tua or Lamar if both teams made the playoffs and went to the AFC championship? Tua. Yeah, probably too. Uh, I mean, it's just, at that point, it's just like people, the image of him. People were talking about him like not playing anymore. Yeah, I you mean, gotta remember, that, that guy. I, I just think the image of him and that one, that, you know, that his, everyone knows what he's talking his about. Soul position. Yeah, left his yeah. body, his yeah. soul. That, that man. Was I dead. think the comeback player of the year award is more just like. The storyline uh, kind of goes with coaching, right? Like it's coaching, you know, coach of the year and comeback player of the year. It's more the storyline. I, th- I think voters get taken away with. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, wait another week or two. And then I would definitely bet DeMar Hamlin just because he takes one snap on the football field. He's yeah, going to win the award. It's like Alex Smith all over again, but like even more worse, even worse. More worse? Totally. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, okay, any other games you guys want to touch on? Anything, anything at all? What are we, we, what are we excited for this weekend? Damian Lillard. Yeah, that's going to the box. Lillard. Dude, the, uh, their favorites. I'm what? not I'm not going to lie. I was driving when you sent that text, and I thought you meant like a good player was going to the uh, Buccaneers. <laughs> Oh, no. Go home, man. <laughs> no, there's a K in that box. So this whole day, I was just like, wow, the Bucks are getting a really good player. I didn't even read Nick's the name. Like, what is he, a cornerback, linebacker? Yeah, what's run, going on here? Running back? Dude, that's a, that's a yeah, big Yeah, that was huge. I mean, it's a big move. They're, they got to be the favorites to win the championship, right? Yeah, 360. They were 600 this morning prior to uh, Dame. I mean, that is huge, dude, especially with the way Giannis plays already. Um, I mean, talking about spreading the floor, I mean, Dame could hit. He's got that Steph Curry range. I mean, he doesn't hit yeah. as much as Steph from that range, but he can hit from that range. Um, it's just crazy. I, I love the combo. Um, and I do. I mean, I, I was a fan of, of Dame. I liked him. You know, he, he stayed true to Portland for a long time. But it was his time to move on, and I it would be sick to see him win a ring. I mean, I I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, yeah, it would be uh the the big thing is this this kind of move opens up the entire floor for the Bucks when it comes to like a game winner. They kind of have somebody everywhere that can finish a game, and that's big when you're going down the stretch against you know the Nuggets, all these big teams that stretch the floor, and and they'll focus in on different different parts of your game kind of day in and day out but having a guy like dame who can shoot from the logo at the end of the game 
and then you have Giannis down low to clean up, God forbid, like you just take a different strategy than everybody else. You shoot and there's three seconds left. So you give Giannis a second to react and you have twice the odd of beating somebody at a game winner. So I think it kind of makes a, a pretty crazy dynamic. I mean, they've had Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. There's been a lot of talent there, but the, we've, we haven't seen anything like Dame coming across with Giannis. So super team. Did you see what, what were the, uh, what was the odd shift when he signed? 600 to 360. They went yeah, to favorites that's, that's over the Nuggets. Lot. 240, they went to favorites over the Nuggets. So well, I think the Nuggets were 400. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of respect for the talent that he brings in. It's just a dynamic. You know, it's the ability to stretch the floor. I don't know that anybody's going to be able to stretch the floor like them, honestly. They just have too much width because they have height at the rim. So they have, like, a dome effect at that point on, like, the room they could take up. It's crazy. It was wild. Uh, speaking of other sports other than football, since we, we as a group get very, uh, very excited when, uh, NFL starts, um, Major League Baseball and the Earth lost a legend yesterday. Brooks Robinson, the human vacuum, sadly passed away. Um, one of my mentors growing up, Billy Staples, who you guys all know, Brooks Robinson actually wrote the introduction for his first ever book. It's called Before the Glory. So I would uh, definitely advise everybody to get that book. It is a book about players um, and what their life was like leading up to them getting into the major league. So it's really about kids that had hard lives who actually turned out to be really good baseball players. A couple of Hall of Famers in there, uh, like Fergie Jenkins, Ralph Kiner. Um, and then obviously Brooks wrote the intro and um, he was just a great human being and obviously one of the greatest baseball players to ever live. And with that being said, um, I think we just got to ride the O's since we're AL East guys and the Yankees are out. Um, dude, why not the Orioles? They're challenging the Braves for the best record in baseball for the regular season. Still plus 700 to win the World Series and um, plus 290 to win the American League. And this is um, probably definitely one of those things within an organization where like players kind of come together and rally around. Uh, they're winning right now tonight against uh, Patrick Corbin and the Nationals 2-1 in the fifth. And, uh, dude, I'm just going to ride that regular season without because they're obviously playing for seeding. So um, maybe we'll, we'll get an update on that in three weeks. I'll kind of track what the regular season record is until the end of the season. There's only a couple weeks left. Um, but RIP to the human vacuum. What a legend. And um, go O's, I guess. It would be cool. I mean, it's always nice and a good underdog story. Uh, a team that, you know, hasn't done much lately, uh, making a run. It would be cool. I mean, I can get definitely get behind it. Um, anything else before we move on to our locks? Anyone? No? Yeah. No? Let's talk about All the right, other perfect. vacuum on this planet. Perfect. <laughs> Moving on to our locks of the week. Here we go, guys. I'll start. As always, I'm 0-3. Yikes. Um, no need to hit the panic button, though. Uh, your boy is finally fully uh, focused on football. All my attention is into football now. Um, I'm ready to gamble, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm 0-3, but I got two plays this week, pulling a Jerry. I got a college and an NFL game. Uh, Syracuse plus 7 against Clemson. 
Um, and then the Bills minus two and a half uh, against Miami. Just want a faded team coming off an historic performance. So those are my two locks. Nice, nice. Uh, last week we had Miami minus six and a half. I was sweating a little bit. Didn't think they were going to make it. Psych. Um, we're two and one this week, and I ha- I don't like the board much at all uh, with with how crazy the scores were um, that we just saw. But I'm going to take the Bucks against the Saints. Uh, Bucks plus three, taking the spread there. Uh, reasoning behind it is that even though uh, stat wise on on passing rushing, uh, the Saints have a little bit more than the Bucks. Uh, if you look at their uh, previous games, the Saints are barely, barely, barely winning these games uh, while the Buccaneers are able to close out with a little bit higher score. So the Bucs can finish, the Saints and Derek Carr cannot. So Bucks plus three. It's Jameis, though. It's Derek Carr. It's Jameis. Gunslinger. Yeah, I'm going to go to uh, America's team, uh, Dallas. Ugh. Yeah. They're really good in Madden, I will say. <laughs> Cook somebody earlier with them. The Eagles, actually. But, yeah, uh, I'm taking Dallas against the Pats. Six and a half right now. They're just, their team is too strong. I mean, their offensive line is disgusting. Pollard just coming into form a little bit. CeeDee Lamb's always available. Dak's going to make plays. It just seems like one of those bets I'm just going to ride with, so... One and two, hopefully get break even. One last week, Browns minus three, so hopefully keep it alive. No. No. <laughs> Fuck that pick, dude. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> That's a bad pick, okay? <laughs> we don't like that pick, okay? No, I'm sorry. Eli has personally offended me on a personal level. <laughs> um so this is personal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't hate his pick. Anyway, let's keep it rolling in college football, dude. We had another winner. Another one, as uh, DJ Khaled, our favorite golfer, loves to say. Um, I mean, LSU almost lost that game outright last week. Let's like, We'll see what they do against Old Miss this week. Um, and then... I mean, what are the Ravens doing? What are we doing to lose that game? And I'm not even going to sit here and complain about um, the blatant P.I. that they missed or the blatant face mask they missed on Zay Flowers. I did enough of that on Twitter on Monday. You know, Lamar had a miscommunication with Flowers on a third down play that would have won the game. Isaiah likely dropped a pass right in his bread basket that would have won the game. And... You know, Colts won, whatever. Seattle, that was easy. Couldn't get there. But my favorite thing to do to come back um, when I lose on teasers is do another one. So I'm going with the Eagles, minus two and a half against Washington. And then I'm going to take the Swifties, minus three and a half against the Jets. And then uh, college football, hopefully we can keep it rolling here as I have... uh, haven't lost one yet on the pod, so this will probably be the week. But I'm going with the Utah Utes, plus three and a half against Oregon State, who just got obliterated by Washington State. Love the Utes as dogs, so um, hopefully we can get a little swifty sweep here. 
and uh, come in from five and three, and hopefully we're looking at a seven three record next week. Good luck, everyone. Boom! There's our pod. Another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. America plus one hundred five to lift the trophy. Ryder Cup. We forgot that one. Always ride with. Yeah, America. Just, we'll add it.